is Hard Parking, brought to you by Wright Honda and Wright Toyota out of Scottsdale, Arizona. I am your host, Jay Finning. Turkey Day is coming up. This week it is Thanksgiving. You know, it's time to kind of reflect. It's a time to say, you know, what are some things that we're thankful for in life? You know, for instance, I'm thankful for my health. That's kind of the thing that everybody says, right? Everybody's thankful for their health. So it's kind of a generic response. But, you know, for me, relationships mean a lot. Friendships mean a lot. I'm a guy with many friends, uh, but I am also consider myself very fortunate that I have a lot of what I consider close friends or people that I may not see them very often. I may not talk to them very often, but when we talk, we have a connection. When we talk, we have a sense of understanding, a sense of respect. It's kind of like that radar that we all have, which, which is why when I have people that I'm friends with that I'm no longer friends with, or if something's happened, I don't know about it. Or if I find out that you're not my friend and I think you are, then I take it very personal. You know, I don't cry and get upset, but at the same time, I'm always like, you know, what happened? Recently had an incident and I've talked on my Patreon about it. So some people already know about this, but my wife came home from a party with the ladies and she had mentioned the next day, hey, yo, you know, I was talking and so-and-so brought up that, you know, you and, you know, your other friend, like, he doesn't really like you very much. And I'm kind of looking at my wife like, what? And she's like, yeah, I don't know. It was super weird. And I was asking questions and no one really had any answers. This one person kept spreading these rumors and saying stuff like, well, you know, Jay's not really fun to hang out with. I don't like going on double dates with Jay. You know, and, and the thing about that is like, so part of my brain is like, wow, like we've known each other for a while, but we don't like the first few years I lived in Arizona, we really didn't hang out that much except for as part of a large group. So, you know, to my wife's point, and I, I, I hate it that she said this, but she's like, well, you know, Jay, you're an acquired taste. I'm like, acquired taste? What, what does that even mean? Like, what does that mean, JB and J? And I've always been kind of self-conscious about who I am and the way I interact with people. You know, I'm very careful around people, but I'm not scared. I'm not fake. Again, going back to what I said, relationships are everything. And so it's, I kept thinking like, wow, I mean, with the, I, I know I'm in this guy's group. Like, I know I'm one of his dudes because he doesn't, he keeps a tighter ship than I do. And we've had disagreements over parenting and life and stuff because we come from different worlds, but we've never had an argument. We've never had a problem with each other. But I could have handled that a couple different ways. Number one is, oh, that's screwed up. Uh, consider the source, but I guess we're not cool. I guess I just won't talk to this guy as much anymore as it's like I used to. But we didn't talk a lot anyway. Sometimes I go by his shop. Once every once in a while, you know, we'd hang out. And then I thought about, you know, he and his ex-wife, she said that he was like, you know, why do you like Jay so much? He's not even that fun to hang out with or something like that. <laughs> and he's probably right, but it's, you know, you could get offended. And that's kind of the narcissism, the narcissism in, in a lot of us is you get offended. And you're like, well, what do you mean? I'm not, fun. fuck you. I'm not, you're not fun to hang out with. But then I go through the list of all my friends, my friends who were married. And it's like, well. If we were going on a double date, they would not be at the top of my list either. When we go out, we have fun, we're good. But there are other couples I enjoy spending my time around more. And understand there's a certain level here. Like I don't hang out with anybody I don't like as far as a double date situation. I can coexist in a group with people that I don't necessarily get along with. And that's, I think, for most of us. But let me tell you how I could have handled it. So, again, there's two ways to handle this. I could have said, you know, screw you. I'm never going to go talk to this guy again. 
Next party he's at, no, thank you. I'm not going. I could call him up and be like, hey, dude, you know, what the hell? What is all this bullshit? I heard you talking all this mad shit about me. I thought we were cool. That's all right. I'm, I'm over it. But after this word from Foil Online, I'll tell you how I handled that situation. Jay Finning here, and I want to tell you guys about Foil Online. For over a decade, Foil Online has been bringing the best truck accessories and truck parts to enhance the appearance and performance of all trucks and SUVs. They are dedicated to providing an extensive range of upgrades that will match any maker model on the road. Your truck products cover everything you need to give your truck a custom look and added functionality. And if you need a tire and wheel package, head over and use the configuration tool. They carry all the major brands of wheels and tires, so we'll get outfitted today. So visit them online at 4 Online or call them at 813-769-2451. Again, that's 4 Online, the number 4 Wheel Online. Okay, so how did I handle that situation? I'm thinking, I know this guy. I know how he is. I know how his mind works. This is one of those people, and we can't all do this. And I would challenge that most of you probably would not do this. Not to say I'm different than you are, but a lot of people just can't do this. And I would not, I I don't know how many people I would do this to. And I will ask my wife, I go, hey, is it okay if I bring this up with him? Because sometimes, you know, they're like, well, I told you, but don't bring it up because I don't want to get someone so in trouble. But my wife didn't, my wife does not get along with the messenger. I think the messenger is okay, but women are catty. Like all the guys in the group, we may not all get along all the time, but we all, we're all cool with each other. Like there's not one person in this group that I couldn't coexist with for an extended amount of time. There's not one person guy in this group that we couldn't go to Vegas with and have a great time. We couldn't go on some guy's trip and have a great time. And none of us would fight. Now it might be like, I don't really like your personality as much. Or you over there, you think you have to be right about everything. Or you over here, when you get drunk, everyone hates you when you're drunk because you are a freaking loose cannon. And we have no idea what the hell you're going to do. We just hope you don't punch somebody or pull somebody's pants down or try to give a cop a hug when you're drunk. You know what I mean? Every group has that. But for some of them, women just can't fucking get along. But she said, hey, and she goes, yeah, but, you know, um, yeah, I think you should. I'm like, well, I'm not really asking you for your permission, person. I'm not asking you what to say because she started trying to tell me, well, you know, maybe you should just say this. I'm like, no, 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 I'm good on the communication. And so I went up to the to his job. Well, I called him. I go, hey, you, what you got going on at work? Are you in the office? Yeah. I go, okay, cool. I'm going to come up because he hadn't seen the car. I go, let me show you my car. I'm going to ask you about something. He goes, all right, cool. So I go up there and we're talking about the car and his son comes out and checks out the car. He's a grown son. We're all grown people. And then, um, one word just by us, I go, hey, you know, hey, can we, can we talk in your office? He goes, yeah, sure, what's up? And he sat down, I sat down, I go, hey, so, he goes, I think I know what this is about. And I go, what do you think it's about? It said something completely different, which he's brought up to me before. And I go, because, again, women are catty, and there's some other rumor about this guy floating around that is absolutely false. I go, no, 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 we've already talked about that, dude. There's no fucking way you did that to anyone. You're not that guy. But this weekend, the girls were hanging out. And this was said, and this was said. And he was so confused. I go, no, no, no. And I try to give him an out. I go, look, man, if you would have said this stuff, if you said Jay's weird or you don't hang out with Jay, the first few years we hung out, I get it. All I know is the last four or five years, I know I'm in your crew. I know we're like this. And I could tell it really bothered him that this was out there. 
I go, look, man, because we go in and out of liking people in, in life. You know, well, you, so Wes always brings this up. I'll use Wes Tankersley as an example. My first interaction with him, if he didn't like me and thought I was a dick from that moment forward, my fault, I get it. Because he had asked for something. I think I had mentioned something. He'd asked for something again. I think I said something like, you know, why don't you go look it up? <laughs> Instead of just giving him the answer. I, I forgot what the exact exchange was. But I could see for someone who doesn't know me to say, God, that Jay Finney, man, he's a dick. He's an asshole. I don't like dealing with that guy. But then once you start getting to know someone, and it, Wes wasn't like that anyway. He was like, oh, wow, this guy just checked me, and he's right. I should go look it up. But I won't. I don't think he would trade that exchange, and I wouldn't trade that exchange for anything in the world. So my point in saying that is once you start to get to know someone, share life experiences with someone, go through some struggles with someone, you form a bond. And the first few years, I didn't really know some of these guys as well. So I, if you have some opinions about me, I get it. Opinions can change. I've changed my opinion on people all my entire life, and I've had people change their opinion on me for better or for worse my entire life. So whatever that was the first few years, it, it's not there. Now, I already know this guy and this woman. I know this woman hates my buddy. So there's that. Like, what's the motivation? Continue, you know, consider the source. But we had a good talk. We hugged it out. And he was like, I could tell he was he was bothered. Like, he was almost to tears. Like, I don't know. I can't think of anything. You're like the only person I've never actually had an, an, any real issue with. I go, yeah, we've never had an issue. Like we've had like really small, silly shit that's not even worth talking about, just stupid shit. But it's never been like, fuck you, fuck you, you're an asshole, let's fight, or I don't like the way you did this, or I don't like the way you do that. He brought up some petty stuff with work once because he's a very prideful guy. I think I bought some some stuff from him, or I bought some stuff from another vendor instead of him because he couldn't get it at the right price or something like that. You know, just really petty stuff. But he's a very petty person, and that actually plays into this because if he was holding something over my head, there's no way we would have done half the shit we've done in the last five, six years. No freaking way. He would not fake the funk, and I would know it. And I'm like, that's not the guy I know either. So we talked about it, and that's how we handled the situation. And like the next day, he even called me up. He goes, hey, man, can you have a minute? And I go, yeah, of course. I go, well, how would I not have a minute? You know, and, and, and we talked, and he goes, I was, I was thinking, like, what – you know, one time I did say something because this, 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 and but whatever that was was not negative. It was just he observed something that was off. And I go, yeah, I'm. An, I said, I know, I knew you did that because I did the same thing. I'm a pattern person, and so when the pattern is broken, I start to wonder what's up. That's not typical, and the pattern was broken between my wife and his ex-wife, and then I told him why. I go, well, here's what happened. Because every time my wife needed something, she would go directly to him for car stuff. He does stuff with cars. And then there was an incident between the women, and all of a sudden I was reaching out to him for my car, for my wife's car stuff, when she used to always do it. So that was a, that was a flag for him. But, you know, we, uh, we're just as good as, as ever. I wouldn't say we're probably closer because we were never far apart. But that's something you have to do. If you, if you value a relationship with someone – then you have to get that off your chest and you either A, don't talk to them and hold a grudge with them and they may not know about it. B, you you confront them in a very violent, aggressive way, which isn't cool. Or the third option, you just approach them like, hey, can we talk? This is what's going on. And then at least you get it off your chest. At least you kind of get that understanding. And I knew with him it had to be a face-to-face -face thing because that's how he would prefer it. 
But meanwhile, I'm also scanning my history and like, oh, what did I, did I say something wrong with somebody? You know, because I know how, we all know how Jay can be. But, you know, at the end of the day, everything worked out. He's also in the car community. So what does it have to do with cars? So my boy owns a local car shop. And I'm glad I did it. And again, that's relationships. And that's what Thanksgiving is all about. Giving thanks. Thankful for the people around you. Thankful for the people in your life. It's not even thankful that the American Indians taught the pilgrims how to cook. And then the pilgrims went around, turned around and enslaved and killed the American Indians. You know, whatever that narrative is. It's just being thankful for everything that's in your life. Jumping into some car news. Afterwards, we'll do some Q&A. So Bradley Cooper is to play the detective Frank Bullitt in the Bullitt sequel, which is a film that made its made its debut in like 1960, over 50 years ago. So this is the one that basically made Steve McQueen an icon. It also is known for one of the most iconic car chases in, in movie history. And I did a, a poll. So I don't know, two or three, maybe four years ago, time flies. I used to do polls on Instagram and the best car chase scene, the vehicle chase scene. This was one of them. So statistically, if you were to Google best car chase scenes in cinema, this is always going to land in the top like three. My personal opinion, having watched a lot of car movies and a lot of car chases, I think it's a little overrated. I get it at the time, no special effects, and it was just the raw noise of these cars clunking, bottoming out throughout the city. I want to say San Francisco because they were super swooping. And these were old cars. We're talking those big, giant 60 cars. Even the, you know, the 60s Mustang, these big, big cars just kind of clinking. And it's like the fight scene. I did a fight scene one, too, and it's like the kind of fight scene between Chuck Norris and Bruce Lee. That is the worst fight scene ever, but it's always listed as one of the best fight scenes in cinema history because of who were, who it was that we're fighting. But it's basically Bruce Lee, Chuck Norris. This is an Enter the Dragon. That's the name of the movie. The final fight. Spoiler alert. They square off. The first round, Chuck Norris is whooping Bruce Lee's ass. The second round, Bruce Lee wipes the floor with Chuck Norris. And that's it. And it's not really around, but I mean, I think this total fight scene may have been six minutes, but most of it was them kind of looking at each other and warming up, squaring off, backing up, looking at each other, squaring off, and that was it. And you think about all the choreography in movies, whether it's fight or car chase scenes, I mean, hell, this isn't going to be mentioned in any of these lists, but half the Fast and Furious chase scenes are just, obviously, they're way overzealous, but they're incredible. Gone in 60 Seconds with Eleanor at the end. That's one of the popular ones. And it's all bullshit. All, you know, not all CGI, but it's so unrealistic. And I think that's what people like most about the bullet chase scene is that it's realistic to a fault. Anyway, so Bradley Cooper will play Detective Frank Bullet coming soon. Another news, Toyota has revealed the 2023 Prius. Why am I mentioning this? Because it's actually a pretty good looking vehicle. It looks better than a Tesla Model 3, in my opinion. Having not been able to actually see it in person, you know, all you can do is look at photos. I don't know if it's the same size as the Prius, which they're actually bigger than you would think. You put it next to a sports car, it's kind of fat. So I'm guessing it's about the size of a Tesla Model 3. It definitely looks better than a Tesla Model 3. Definitely underpowered compared to a Tesla Model 3. Standard model produces either 194 or 196 horsepower, and the Prime which is the special fast one, has 220 horsepower. So, yeah, it's not really going anywhere. But that is instant torque. 
And most of the things that I've seen online through car forums, Facebook, car groups, is people are loving the way it looks. I don't, I never thought the Prius was a terrible looking car. I mean, the first gen was kind of sad, but the most recent generation was okay. Like, I would never want one or drive one. But I urge you to Google the 2023 Toyota Prius. It looks good. It looks like it could be a, mo- a Tesla Model 3 if Tesla ever actually changed the design, the visual designs of their cars. As a note, Toyota does claim this Prius will accelerate to 60 mile an hour between 6.5 and, and 7.2 seconds, which is pretty slow. I think the Model 3 is like 3 seconds. Moving on, last week I went to Wright Toyota, hung out with Joe Tanelia, tried to get him on this episode. I think we just kind of lost track of time. But we did take out a 2023 Honda CRV. And why would we take this out? Why do we do these videos? Because these are regular cars for regular people. They're not necessarily, oh, this is the new Mustang. Let me take it to the track. Or the Corvette Z06, which is literally everywhere. And that's an awesome car in itself. I've never driven it. But it's based on what everybody's saying, it's a fantastic car. And why would it not be? It's the freaking premium right now of the new Corvette platform. But the CRV was pretty cool. Like it has a few funny things with it. At at a glance, it kind of you it kind of looks the same. But then when you really look at it, it doesn't look anything like the previous gen. Like the only thing they share is the taillight look. But even the overall taillight design, the hardware that they used is completely different. The front grille, the front lights, completely different. Some of the body lines, completely different. And be looking for that video. It's going to drop hopefully within the next week. I'm going to try to get it out before Thanksgiving. Mamba Smith, you guys remember Mamba Smith, NASCAR, Dylan Smith, Black Mamba Smith. He recently, this last weekend, got an opportunity to drive the number 170 Dodge Mopar Motorsports car for qualifying. Unfortunately, he did not. I think he just missed out of qualification, but he's also going against guys that, like the NASCAR drivers. And if you guys remember the episode that he did, you know, he's got a lot of talent, but he doesn't get as much seat time, and it takes a lot to get the seat time. You have to have the right connections, you have to have the right people, and you have to have the right kind of money. And I didn't realize this is how this whole thing worked until he was on the show. So it kind of sucks because you can be a really talented driver, not saying that he is or he isn't, but he's competitive enough to get a shot to qualify. But you have to be a really talented driver, and even if you're a super talented driver, you may never get an opportunity to drive in a car, which is, which is super sad, especially if it's something you want to do. Finally, Goodwood. I was listening to CarCast with Adam Carolla and Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea. Still got to get Adam Carolla on here. He did make that commitment this year, Ed Monterey. But Goodwood is coming to South Florida in 2024. So if you know anything about the Goodwood Speed Festival, it's this huge thing across seas. And it's one of those things every year where they're like, hey, are you going to Goodwood? Uh, no, I'm not in those circles, and I don't have that kind of money. Well, it is the Creme de la Creme Goodwood Speed Festival. And there's also this really cool, you know, I think it's a time trial race or just a, they race down the streets of, I don't know where it is, somewhere over in Europe. But it looks really cool. And it looks like something you could only do if you have a pretty good amount of money or you get kind of lucky. Or if you're on vacation over there and you just happen to drop in. But it's coming to Florida. So maybe that'll be something to try to look at for 2024. And that is the car news. So I made a post, hard parking violations. You guys need to pay attention to that because I do say, hey, who wants to give me questions for the podcast? Usually Jamie Red Goodman, who used to be on the show every once in a while with Jamie's Red's Cars of the Weird. You guys remember that? Red's Cars of the Weird. 
he since had a baby and basically that's his entire life, which is good for him. Doesn't even do the podcast or anything anymore. But one of the questions he asked me is what DC and Marvel character do you wish we get their own live action debut? I don't, I don't really, all the comic books that I read when I went through that phase in my life, they've all, like every single one of them had been on TV, whether it was, you know, Ninja Turtles. Yes, I used to do that. Not Archie Comics, but it was Eastman and Liard. Eastman and Liard, like the, because like, Ninja Turtles used to be like a role-playing game, like Dungeons and Dragons. TMNT is what there was. You know, that obviously has had movies in the 80s and then recently rebooted in the last 10 years. Iron Man was always my favorite one. We've obviously have Iron Man, X-Men, Wolverine, all that stuff. Like those are the comic books that I read. Spider-Man, obviously. I didn't really get into the DC stuff as much as far as the comic books, but just knowing, okay, the universe, right? Obviously Batman. But as far as The Flash, that movie's coming out, and some of the other ones, like I, I think as they start to announce more movies on the DC side and the Marvel side, they start introducing characters that either... For some reason, I knew they existed, but they just haven't been able to work them in. Or there's people I have no idea about. And that's where I put more confidence in the MCU. Because you don't have to really know anything about those movies. Well, with certain ones you should know. But, like, for example, when Guardians of the Galaxy came out, I had no idea what the hell that was. And that's one of the best MCU movies ever. It's so rewatchable. I've probably watched it 20 times. Everyone in my family's watched it. Like, everybody likes that movie. And you don't have to know anything about comic books for it. But when you watch Batman versus Superman, you know who Batman and Superman are, but the rest of the movie makes no sense to anybody unless you're like a hardcore DC nerd. And that's why DC continues to fail. I did see Black Adam recently. Critics didn't like it. I thought it was all right. It was enjoyable. It was cool. It was Marvel-esque. And before you say the critics don't like comic book movies, they go, why don't you go look at the Marvel movies? Most of them are graded out pretty well. In fact, the worst one, I think, still did better than Black Adam. Jamie also asked, would you ever participate in a demolition derby? Or if you have, was it as fun as they seem? I, I have not. I think everybody kind of wants to in some way, shape, or form. I mean, that's goes all the way back to our bumper car days as little kids and as adults. But, I mean, you get in the bumper cars when you're a little kid, right? And they yell at you for bumping into somebody else, but that's what they are. Like, don't ram into somebody like, wait a, wait a minute, fucking 18-year-olds are blowing the whistle because the 8-year-olds are running into each other. They're called bumper cars for a reason. I don't know if I'd do that. I mean, it's, I'd have to be really strapped in. Like, we're talking six-point harness, Hans device, because you see how those bodies shake, and if they get dumped over, like, that's, that's dangerous. And I know it's probably obvious that you have to have all that stuff, but I would bet that there's probably some derbies in the middle of Oklahoma that don't have that. You used to play a game called Grid. Some of you may know the game. It's, to me, it's my favorite racing game ever, Grid 1 and Grid 2, but Grid 1 is, was my favorite. And one of the events on there is like a derby. So you, you, can, you know, it's like the big crisscross, and you jump over the thing and run to some other car, and, you know, that's that was a lot of fun. So I would love to participate in a demolition derby, whether it's on a video game or in real life, as long as I'm strapped in. Finally, also, Jamie, so this is the Jamie Q&A segment. That's what we're going to call this. And some of these questions I should keep. So if you guys hear a question you want to answer yourself, let me know. I'll bring you on or I'll add it to the Q&A queue. God, I got to get Cody Walker in here. Fuel Fest is in less than a month. He lives like five minutes from me. We got to get Cody on here. What's the worst movie you've seen this year and the best? That's a good question because I've gone to the movies a few times and we've watched movies at the house. 
gosh, I don't know what the best or worst movie I've seen this year. I would say, did Spider-Man come out this year? Yeah, look that. I got to see if Spider-Man Far From Home came out this year. Big movies released in 2022. Let's see. Maybe Spider-Man came out last year. I think it did. Oh, okay. So what came out this year? Maverick, Thor, Love, and Thunder, the Batman. Like, what the fuck am I thinking? Um, so we have Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Didn't, I thought Spider-Man No Way Home came out this year. Did it not? Hold on. Oh, that's 2021. That's crazy. It's crazy. I know, right? So of these movies, I would have to say the best one, this is hard. That's actually a lot of good ones. I would have to say it's probably Maverick. Maverick was just solid, and the critics will agree. The Batman was a cool one-timer. It was a little slow. Uncharted was really fun. If you guys haven't seen Uncharted, I it, it was a fun movie. And, and it, surprisingly, I think it got rated pretty well by the critics for being based off a video game and having Mark Wahlberg in it. Thor Love and Thunder was a little disappointing. I feel like they missed a big opportunity there. Like you never really feared Gore the God Butcher, and so it almost felt like a wasted talent, you know, with Christian Bale because he's such a good actor. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse's Madness was kind of disappointing. It wasn't the worst movie, but it wasn't worth the hype. Black Panther Wakanda Forever was really good, but it wasn't the greatest movie. Didn't live up to the hype. I would have to say Maverick was the best one. Morbius was this year too? Hmm. I like Morbius. A lot of people didn't like it. So the best one goes to Top Gun and the worst one, and again, I use that term loosely because I didn't hate it, but I would say the most disappointing movie for me was Thor Love and Thunder. And that is a Q&A segment. I haven't talked much about work, but my contract did get extended. I'm working for a company out of New Jersey. Not the same one, but um, it did get extended. It was through the end of this year. And I've, for those of you new to the podcast, you don't really know. But for those of you who've been around for a while, I kind of live my life three to six months at a time. I get compensated well for what I do, but I trade that with the perceived stability of a job. And I say perceived because anyone can lose your job at any time. All of you listening to this know this, unless you have true financial independence, unless you're really running your own stuff. And I know a few people who do that. And I wouldn't say I'm envious of them, but I do watch them. I'm like, man, that must be nice. And it is nice. You know, I look at some of my buddies who sold their, their businesses for seven to eight figures, probably eight figures with one of my friends. But he also reinvests and he's got a bunch of other stuff going on, but he could be in Bahamas right now not missing a day, log into his laptop, do whatever you do, log off and enjoy life. And that's, that's where I think all of us want to be. I have other friends that I've met that are kind of doing the same deal. You look up and one guy's in Vegas promoting a fight, then he's somewhere else. And then he's, you know, having dinner with Jay Leno on a Tuesday, but he's very under, and, and, and he didn't do the Jay Leno thing, but he's very, he sells himself with a certain level of confidence, he has a low Instagram following and it's just him in his hat, just looking chill, standing next to whoever he's standing next to, saying 
good hanging out. And it's just, you see that and you're like, wow, that's, that's cool. It's not, you never see, you know, the cheers, the boomerangs. It's just, I don't know. It's it's a certain cool way to mark yourself. And that's when you know, you're like the guy or one of the guys that just connect shit. And so working on getting both of those guys on the podcast at some point soon. We'll not be doing a Thanksgiving episode. Sorry for a handful of you who are requesting that. I probably will be doing one for the Patreons, which by the way, it's again, not to push you guys. Maybe I should do like a dollar tier. Would you pay a dollar a month to hear everything other than what you just hear? I don't even know Patreon will let me even do that because they're, they're very expensive. So I have to charge more, but there's a lot of stuff on there. There's a lot of stuff that, that they get to hear that you guys don't necessarily get to hear. It's not that you're really missing, missing per se, but it just gives you a little more in-depth of what's going on in my world, usually. So with all that being said, one thing right Honda and right Toyota, Scottsdale, Arizona. Speaking of right Honda, there is a toy drive coming up. There is a bike assembly event coming up. So what we're doing is trying to buy up as many bikes as we can and assemble them uh, as a team building competition. That's going to be Sunday, December 11th. So hopefully Team AZNSX wins that. Also want to thank Four Wheel Online, Cell Shop Wireless Services, and Westgate Exotic Cars and Rentals, as well as Patreon business supporter Kui Automotive out of Winter Garden, Florida, Pell Construction of Calderon, Michigan, and Big House Small Home Design, Ashburn, Virginia, and Traverse City. Special thanks to all the Patreons, Mark Stoneman, Catherine Cox, Eddie Ramos, Richard Grace, Byron Jones, Bojong, Alex Kamina, Andrew Bunkley. If you're interested in picking up a Hard Parking Podcast shirt, go to hardparkingpod.com. Follow me on Instagram at jfinning, that's J-H-A-E-P-F-E-N-N-I-N-G. Join the Hard Parking Violations Facebook group. I can't grow like telling them how good the show is. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Let's do this. Let's grow this thing together. And I'll talk to you all after Thanksgiving. Do not get ran over on Black Friday, please. Need you guys. Need all of you. Now it's stripping time. Ain't nobody got time for that.